You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to episode, possibly maybe 12, of the Unusual Efforts F-Pod. So, since we're going to be talking about timing, do we really care if it's 12 or not? Because maybe it's 12 Eastern Standard Time, which is 16 uh, Pacific Standard Time, which is actually 7, wherever you're listening from. Get it? No? Fine. We don't either. (laughs) So... Just to shake things up even further, I am not Sonia, who usually does our introductions. I am Jesse, and I am joined by Sonia, who put up with me doing that crazy introduction. Sonia, how Hiya. are you? Um, you know what's funny? This whole podcast is about time, and this is the first time we've ever recorded that we've been in the same time zone. Like, you and I are always in the same time zone, but this is the first time the pod has been in the same time zone. So I know. Just to complicate things a little bit further. And we're going to get even more complicated, I think. Yeah, and I'm really bad at numbers, so this is just going to get worse and worse. Or better and better as the uh, pod goes on. This has nothing to do with anything, but I took my last final of the semester last week, and I had to use a calculator. And I haven't used a calculator since my junior year of high school, and I could not figure it out. Like, I knew what the final was. I had it all down except that I opened up the calculator and thought oh, there are so many buttons on this thing I, mean, I don't know how to turn it on <laughs> yeah like those graphing calculators I remember yeah. this may be like dating myself but I remember you had to like sign them out in high school because they were like so expensive that like you had to like give your parents credit card in yes in case and like to this day I have no idea oh my god I could I not find the on calculated. button uh, I mean they did not calculate what I needed to calculate, which was just, like, division. And I swear this calculator could figure out, like, how tall Thierry Henry is if you asked it to. That's insane. Which um, is not what the final was about. Full disclosure, I failed grade 10 math and um, <laughs> still don't really know what most of the number bits mean. So there you go, kids. You can fail grade 10 math and still be successful. And still be on an Unusual Efforts podcast. Like, how great is that? I know. Grade 10 math, not that important. No, no. No, no. How has your last two weeks been? Anything exciting? Um, Lots of exciting things. Not necessarily soccer news. I apologize, but I have to mention it. The Raptors are in the finals. Uh, Big (laughs) deal in Toronto. Uh, Nick went to the game and came home and it was the happiest I've ever seen him. And we went running around the city and it was great and it was a lot of fun. And like people were climbing on buses and street posts and whatnot, and there was not a single arrest because we are Canada and we riot politely. 
Um, but no, it's it's just it's really really great, and I know people listening probably have a lot of polarizing opinions of Drake, and I would like to say I'm not a big fan of Drake. Um, his antics on the court don't really care for them, but whatever, the city seems to love him. I'm just riding this wave and just we're going for it. So, yeah. I mean, one day we will have to do a podcast about Degrassi. Uh, totally. Um, I was going to say something, but then I realized that this will go out on air and this, I'll tell you after. <laughs> Let's just go okay. with that. I'll tell Excellent. you after. Okay. Um, so what about you? What's some good things for the last two weeks? Oh my goodness. I yesterday went with my father to see the u.s women's national team and sonia i need you to tuck your canadianness away for just okay. a second okay um, thank you so i went to see them <laughs> she's literally tucking it away I, like, <laughs> so knows. it was a physical reaction um so i went to see the u.s, US women's national team play um in their last match before the world cup against mexico and i did not expect to be so um to have such an emotional response um, you know, I rem- we're going to be talking about timing and, and crazy times watching matches in a little bit, but like I remember running home when I in, in 99 because we had taped the final on VHS, uh, you know, the, the, the Brandy Chastain, you know, sports bra ripping off her jersey. Funny enough, I'm kind of in that position right now, the way that I'm recording. <laughs> right? Like, you know, at, the, at that time, in 99, um, you didn't, it wasn't instantaneous. Like, you had to, you had to tape it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and, and my family all, like, gathered together in the basement of our house to watch it. Um, and, and those women, like, it, it was so exciting as a girl um, and an American or, or a person living in America to to see women like unabashedly um, into their their athleticism and 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 team and soccer and like pride like that that was so rare for me in the states and yesterday. To see a stadium filled with people, I mean, it was almost sold out. There, I was online behind a, a woman who had a baby strap, you know, wearing like a snuggly, and the baby mm-hmm. in the snuggly was wearing a tiny Tobin Heath jersey, um, and like little girls were wearing homemade Megan Rapino shirts, and like the couple in front of me um, kissed and shouted Crashland like there was just so much happening and and like the team is incredible and clearly is proud of and loves each other and um and it was really exciting like it just felt like we have come a long way but also in the right way yeah for sure. um, it was great it was really really great and Mexico also like Mexico um in terms of you know feminism and you know their own fight for being able to express their sexuality like there, there's a lot there too and and I think they're in a different space but like they played really well it was just really great you could be Canadian now okay no that makes me really <laughs> happy and the Canadian women played Mexico last weekend so not this one that just passed but the one prior to that um unfortunately I couldn't go because we had friends visiting from England but it's it's incredible like it's incredible to see the pictures from the stadium and whatnot and I remember I was at work one time and I worked um at the time I worked at a hospital 
And I was just walking through the hospital, probably grabbing a coffee or something. I don't remember. But there was a little girl there and she was just wearing Christine Sinclair shirt. Like, just no game, just like proud to wear it. And to me, that's incredible. And I think it's a little bit different in Canada than it is in the States when it comes to soccer. Because if you were to ask, and I've said this many times, random people on the streets to name a Canadian soccer player... I would say nine out of 10, we'll say Christine Sinclair first. And like our women's team is the pride of this country. Like it's insane. And that's, I don't mean any disrespect to the men's team. And I know that they're growing their program and like, there's a lot of things involved in a lot of moving pieces, but the fact that the women's team is so celebrated and so recognized and so just like universally known as being good is incredible. Um, I have a Christine Sinclair stamp, to be completely honest. Like, they put her on a postage stamp. How crazy is that? Oh, that's amazing. And, like, and look, the Canadian women's team is spectacular. Yeah, Um, they are. And what I also really love is is that, you know, the women play league league play together. So Mm -hmm. I love the interplay when they're not, you know, clearly out there trying to kill each other. Um, you could tell that they really respect each other as players and they know each other's style. Um, and when the U.S. women played the Canadian women, there was such respect between them because they know who they're up against. Um, but if you, to to Americans who know soccer, the U.S. women are the national team. Like, they're mm-hmm. the ones who are going to have a shot at women, at women, <laughs> at winning. There's a lot there that I just said. Someone <laughs> can take it, soccer be me. Um, but they're the ones who are going to have a shot at winning, and yet they still have to fight for not even equal pay, but mm. pay. Um, they're still playing on turf. You know, the men, and I wish I could say, like, you just did no disrespect to the men, but, like, the men are not good. Uh, your men are much better than our men. We weren't right. even, like, in the last FIFA ranking that came out, we did not even break the top 100. Fine. But you know what? Look. And, 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 as a TFC fan, <laughs> I take personal offense to Michael Bradley being lumped into that. Josie Altador. Any other men's national team? Do you take offense to Michael Bradley? Do you really? Oh, I, I love Michael Bradley. All right. Well, we can get into that oh, a little bit later. That's a whole other pod. We're going to yeah. do a Michael Bradley pod. Sonny and I are going to really get down and dirty in Michael Bradley. But um, Wait, quick uh, Michael Bradley story. The first time I met him, I totally creeped him out. Um, we were. Did you tell him to vote? Because I hope you did. Um, no, this was... When was this? This is maybe two, three years ago. Less than that. And I was waiting for a friend. We were going for dinner. And he was there with his kids, like, playing, like, just kicking around a ball. Like, just outside the restaurant. And, like... I didn't want to bother him in front of his kids. So, like, I just sat there kind of, like, watching them. But I was also waiting for somebody. So it wasn't, like, as creepy. But then one of his kids kicked the ball and it came towards me and he ran (gasps) to retrieve it. And so, (laughs) this is so embarrassing. All I could do was just say to him, hey, can I show you something? And he's like, okay. (laughs) And, like, Michael Bradley's, like, as straight lace as they come. Like, he's just, like, super, like. Oh, just no. like on the straight and narrow and I roll up my arm sleeve and I show him my TMC tattoo <laughs> and he was just like oh great you're a fan <laughs> and it was the most embarrassing thing in my life and to this day I really regret that interaction <laughs> oh my god oh, I love that so much <laughs> remind us to do a most embarrassing soccer interaction oh that is 100% not my most embarrassing one that's I was my most say, embarrassing I, Michael Bradley one not my most embarrassing one that's not my yeah no I have two 
we will save them. Okay. That will be your podcast. Okay. I'm sorry for creeping you out, Michael Bradley, who's listening to this, clearly. I'm not. Michael Bradley, you are obviously listening to this. And you know what? Vote in the next election. How dare you? Okay. (laughs) You can't hear that. Kirsten's not here. I know. Our mom's not here. Okay. (laughs) So, so, we asked our effortistas and anyone else who cared to answer, um, since we're thinking about time zones, and it's really hard to get even the three of us, like, on a single podcast. Um, It's mostly my fault. I apologize for that. It's not. It is the time zone's fault. Okay, I'll take that. It's Michael Bradley's fault. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, we asked, the strangest time you've ever watched a soccer match? Who played? What time? Where did you watch? How tired were you? And most importantly... Who won? And we got some really interesting <laughs> responses. Mm-hmm. And Kirsten is not here because, again, in Serbia, it's like 97 o'clock, um, which is a real time. You can in ask Serbia, my calculator. It is. it is. Yes. So we have her story, too. Um, but I feel like Ratika was, like, on this right away. So... Can we just, I feel, I want to read her tweet because it is yeah. in shouty caps. Um, and then we got responses to it. Perfect. So within like two seconds of, of posting this, <laughs> Ratika was like, I lived in Southeastern Asia. <laughs> I spent so much of secondary school up at three, which I think means I am yes. to watch games. <laughs> I'm sitting here feeling tired for 14 year old me. <laughs> I know, I know. And like at 14, you're tired anyway. Yeah. Um, I can read the first response to that from Anu. Yes. I think I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I apologize if I didn't. Also, um, everybody should read her article, by the way. Just putting that out there. 100%. Yeah. Uh, growing up in India, all midweek and European games were either a midnight or 1am kickoff, depending on daylight savings. Like how that was added in. Yes. The one game I clearly remember where I was going to turn off and go to sleep was the 7-5 Arsenal Reading game in the cup. In the end, I'm glad I stayed up. Uh, I love that you have that, like those memories are so good. And then um, we have a response that I feel like it's Nikki. Me yes. Yeah. Nikki. OMG, y'all. <laughs> I lived in LA during World Cup 2002, Japan, South Korea, and I did crazy things to watch it all. Like, I would watch the games at midnight and 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. and have breakfast and then go to work early, go home earlier than usual, and crash. I deliberately went to England for a week during the tournament just so I could enjoy some games at normal times. Okay. Nikki. Nikki and I are curly hair spirit animals, so... I asked this question totally selfishly because the 2002 World Cup was my crazy pants year. Mm. And so I love that Nikki brought it up too. So um, 2002, Japan-Korea was well as World Cup year. Obviously, priorities World Cup takes precedence over SATs. I'm so, so glad Canada does not have SATs because I, I don't know how you guys do it, honest to God. Okay. Well, you rank your priorities and in the priorities of... SATs versus World Cup, World Cup obviously comes first. And like Nikki says, um, the matches were shown at 1.30, 3.30, and 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, so I woke up at 1.15 a.m. I with my father, 
I watched the first match, then I took a shower, then I watched the second match, and I had some breakfast. <laughs> and then I watched, like, five minutes of the 7.30 match, and then I went to school, and I put a sticker on my shirt that said, and, like, no, again, this is America, so no, but for, like, the five people who actually knew what was happening, I put a sticker on my shirt that said, I'm taping the whoever versus whoever match. Don't tell me anything about it. Because there were, like, three people in my high school who maybe could give it away. Mm-hmm. And then I would race home after school completely exhausted, but, like, you know, couldn't wait to get back to get to the tape to watch the third match. It was bonkers. It was totally crazy. And, like, I, I took the essays and who cares? I did fine. But, like, I, no studying happened because it was all about the World Cup. Uruguay did horribly, but they did better than Argentina. That's all that matters. Which is all that matters. If if your team doesn't do well, just hope your enemies do worse. Yes. And that is the rules of soccer and time zones. Also, you could just make your academia to do with soccer like I did and do, you know, undergrad degrees and master's degrees in soccer. And yes, that also works out because you can just be like, sorry, I was studying. It was field research, etc. Well, I actually had one of the Spanish teachers in my school, in my high school is from Colombia, and I managed to like get him to open the teacher's lounge. Somehow I did this. I don't remember. Open the teacher's lounge for my like study session which turned into just watching that third match. That makes sense. You know what? It's funny. I had, sorry, I'm trying to take off my shoes here. Um, (laughs) I had a high school teacher as well. There's about maybe four people in my high school that watch soccer. And Mr. Stevens, my political science teacher, I don't even, I'm trying to do the math in my head, but as we learned, wasn't great (laughs) at math in high school, so I'm not even going to try to think about what year I was in. But I remember him like, just coming with the results the next day and like by then I had known them like the internet was a thing I'm not that old but like and him just taking like (laughs) half the class to sit with me at his desk and like talk about soccer it was really Uh. weird now that I'm thinking about it in retrospect but I think there was just so few people to have dialogue with and like I think this is still the time of like news groups online um and yeah and just just talking to him about things and like Obviously, I only knew what I watched. Like, I didn't read up on anything or anything like that. So, like, just to have an honest discussion about what you saw on the screen was something that I took for granted at the time. But now I realize, like, those conversations can't really happen anymore. That's crazy. So, well, let's shout out to Stevens for Senor Ospina. Yeah. Great teachers. Great teachers. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly nurtured some deep learners. Yeah, for sure. The two of us. The two of us, yep. Um, I feel bad because I left out part of Nikki's that oh, okay. she okay. wrote, and let's not even talk about regular EL games that started at 4.30 a.m. out on the West Coast. I'd just get out of bed right after any of those I woke up to watch. My question is, how did she fit this in one tweet? Nikki is a wizard. That's amazing. Um, about wizards and great people that we love hearing from, um, we didn't read Octobers yet, right? No, read Octobers! I lived in I Australia. she did this during the uh, 2014 World Cup, and I would stay up all night watching matches, finally fall asleep around 8 a.m., and then wake up around 3 or 4 and do it all over again. I know. Anyone who lives in Australia... Yeah, that's like you're watching from the future. That's crazy. I know. 
I need to ask. I don't even know what time. You froze on me. Uh oh. I'm assuming from your from your silence that you don't know either. No, you froze on me. What was the question? What time is it going to be in Qatar? Um, Do we know? Hold on. Okay, Google. What time is it in Qatar right now? We are not endorsing Google. I just want everybody to know this. Oh, wait, I missed that because I was listening to you. Okay, Google. Please repeat that. It's 1.39 a.m. on Tuesday right now. I can't do that math, Sonia. Um, Wait, it's 6.39 p.m. on Monday, but it's 1.39. No. So they're seven hours ahead. Oh, okay. That's not terrible. We're going to be fine. It's Europe, yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Also, if it's not seven hours ahead, please don't send lots of messages correcting me. (laughs) I'm well aware that math is not my strong suit, okay? But you know what? We're good at other things. Yeah. Like podcasting. Okay. So, Kirsten. Do you want to read Kirsten, her first one and I'll read her? Uh, that's what I was going to say. Because she said, one? I want to. Yeah. <laughs> and I definitely want this first one. Go for it. Kirsten said, the 2010 World Cup, which you know, I don't think anything in my life is going to get better than the 2010 World Cup. I'm saying that as Jesse, not reading this as Kirsten. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, actually, both of these. Kirsten. Oh, God, I love her. Okay, 2010 World Cup and the 2011 Sunday game that Cavani rescued to win 4-3. And I had to be quiet because you can't wake up a passer on a Sunday. (laughs) Okay, I lived in Seattle for the World Cup. My fiancé was English, and I've never been a supporter of the U.S. men's side. See that? So we and our English kits wanted to be sure we'd beat out the U.S. men's national team dude bros that would fill the one soccer bar that existed in the city at the oh, time. Oh, that's so sad because, like, those no. dude bros are such a minority. No! No? Okay. No, no, no. But that bar didn't open for the first match, which is at 4.30 a.m. So we went across to a little Italian cafe and watched South Korea beat Greece in what I recall being the most boring game ever. Though apparently Korea actually scored two goals, according to Wikipedia. (laughs) That's strong research. Then we looked across the street, and the line into the other bar nearly stretched stretched neatly to the corner, so we decided to stay put. By the time the end of the 1-1 draw between the U.S. and England came around, I was so buzzed off strong espresso that when the incredible Emil Heskey managed to miss his one-on-one with Tim Howard, I threw the spoon I was holding as I tumbled off my chair. I'm kind of surprised they me up, TBH. That is the best story, and I wish I had been there. There are so many There's so many things in there to unpack. Right? Like, I wish she was here. Yeah. Um, we have, fun we have questions. Also, I think, just can we put in our, like, next podcasts... We need to talk about the U.S. men's national team and dude bros. Okay, teach me about men. We don't have, like, Canadian dude bros here. They're either, like, hipsters or, like, just genuine lovers of Canadian soccer. God, I need we to have dude bros, Canada. like, hacky and whatnot, but, like... Hacky. hacky. I need to move to Canada, and, but also, like, we need to talk about the U.S. men's national team and Michael Bradley, and that'll be, that'll be in the future. Okay, that's We'll cool. unpack. Okay. Um, All right, Michael Bradley, take it because away. you're listening, feel free to come on the pod as well. <laughs> Um, I'll be nice if you're here. But until you come on the pod, I'm not being nice. 
fair. Um, full disclosure, I didn't read her her second story before I started before I offered to read it, so I feel like That's I really may cool. get annoyed <laughs> with it halfway through. So I'm already ex- like even more excited now. Okay, in April 2011. I was, somewhat surprisingly, in the U.S. and visiting my parents. Uh, again, I'm reading this for Kirsten, not for me. Uh, you'll you'll tell it's not for me in a second. Um, Napoli Sorry, as you're doing this, I'm 100% live tweeting from... Because <laughs> it's really great. Napoli was aiming for the third Champions League spot, fighting against Lazio, and Udinese, surprisingly enough, <clears throat> and the game started at 3.30 a.m. Lazio are up 2-0 in the 60th when Napoli got one back. Then Cavani scored two minutes later. Five minutes after that, Napoli gifted an own goal to Lazio, giving them a 3-2 lead. Um, Cavani, oh, Eddie, I assume that's Cavani? Converted um, a- yes! Okay, sorry! <laughs> Converted a penalty in the 82nd. Then in the 88th, Cavani sent in a beautiful shot to give Napoli the win. Through it all, I couldn't make more than a squeak given the hour. When my father, a pastor, <laughs> like how that just keeps coming up, so great. stumbled into his office, the only room with a strong enough signal, a, st- a signal strong enough to stream the game at 530, he found me curled up on the floor with my laptop, whispering incoherently about the magic <laughs> matador. I love this. 2011. I love it so uh, we got the fourth Champions League spot that year. Just want to say. Fine. Who is this magical matador? Sonia? Cavani? Thank you. Cavani, I have nothing against him in his cheekbones. Ah, uh, I know. All right. We have two really good ones to go. Wait, I still have mine as well. But mine's not good, so. Oh my god, yours is going to be great, especially your Russian it. Okay, so Rania told us I was on vacation and I didn't take the t- I didn't take in the time change and this one's for you. It was a Hi. Toronto FC game and it was the Canadian Championship final against Montreal and it was the second leg tied 1-1 and while on vacation had to wake up at 3 a.m. to watch a game. The score ended 3-2 on aggregate. Yay Toronto. Did Yay, you Toronto. bribe her? Did you make that happen? Uh, probably with lots of prayers and my soccer god worshipping. Um, <laughs> I also love that Rania said, I had to wake up at 3 a.m. Like, yeah, there's is. no choice. Right. You can't, you can't just be like, well, whoops, it's 3 a.m. No, it's soccer. You must. You're on vacation. What else do you have to do? Right? Like, you know, I guess, I guess this is what I have to do if there's a game on at 3 a.m. Set the alarm, make the coffee, wake the F up. I mean, yeah. I've had to do it for many 6 a.m. games, and 6 a.m. is like my 3 a.m. Yes. I remember um, when I used to do live tweeting, very short-lived for Gazetta del Sport, the English version, Gazetta World, and, like, I'd have to be up at 6 a.m., and I was watching, like, oh, God, this is going to get me in trouble, but, like, two not very good Italian teams <laughs> playing, and I'd be like, this is the worst. <laughs> so, and that's... Well, which takes us into a really good transition are you going to tell us yours uh yeah i'll say mine i'll say mine first because i think it's actually the same year as kirsten i think it was 2011 maybe it was 2012 so the way that i read the question incorrectly was time as in like place rather than actual time (laughs) but this event took a really long time um I was traveling either from Milan to Rome, or sorry, Milan to Napoli, Naples, or Rome to Naples. I can't remember. And it was in Italy, and there was this train strike. And so all the trains got, like, pushed back. We didn't speak the language, didn't know what was happening, where we were going. 
we finally get into Naples and the stadium is like far away on a like scary hill through like twisting like mountaintops and whatnot. And there's a group of us. I was with the Forza Italian football guys. We decided to take two cabs and the two cab drivers found out that we were friends. So they decided to race each other through the streets. And I swear to God, I thought I was going to die. Like they were just weaving in and out of traffic. We're on these like steep hills and whatnot. They're just like yelling between each other as they're driving up like the same street, but it's not a one way street type thing. And we get there and like, I don't even know what they charge us. We basically just threw a bunch of euros in the car just to get away and like not be killed. And I don't remember anything about the game. So like the question of who won or what was the score or whatnot, no idea. I was just thankful to be alive. That's it. That's my story. It's a good one. Let's talk about another story about nearly getting killed. Okay. So this is great. Um, (laughs) And Kirsten had a caveat here. She wrote, my fault because I used craziest time. And to not clarify, I meant time of day. <laughs> so, You know what? I think this was the question that I read when I came up with mine, to be fair as well. So Marco, no. you're in good company of no. people not Yeah, I give this to Marco. I'm not sure if I give this to you. <laughs> only because I really enjoy your tradition of like <laughs> not reading great. it. <laughs> this is why I feel great in math. I love it. Okay. So, at Marco4j... Hold on. Do you want to read one? Like, you read one posting, I'll read the next one? Okay. This is a group effort. Did you pull it up? Do you have it? I have it up. Okay. This takes more than one tweet, just so the audience knows. And this is like... I feel like this should be um, illustrated. Oh, if only we had the technology to do, like, one of those ongoing cartoons as we talked. Yeah, like a flip book or something i mean let's not talk about us in technology though yeah i'm surprised this is recording it might not be recording i don't know oh god well at least we're enjoying ourselves okay so do you want to take the first one or should i take the first one um i can take the first one okay go for it Uh, okay so this is from marco j at marco 4j on twitter so just to remind you the the question from kirsten was we're looking for the craziest times you watch a football match Not, like, time number, but, like, the craziest thing that happened. Okay. So, Marco. I was mugged as I left work, lost my wallet and phone, but knew a mate was picking me up at home. From the police car, they took me home to get clothes for DNA. I'm assuming that's a British thing. I called my next-door neighbor to get her to tell him to wait. As we were talking, a car crashed into the police car. Which delayed me further. I had to wait for another police car and ended carrying the spare wheel across the road to fit it. Eventually, I made it home, and we went across to Liverpool, a couple hours away, to see Marine AFC. During the game, we found that one of my wa- my mates... Best mates had been doing <laughs> some work on the grounds that day. Um, and then he asterisks grounds, possibly near. He was at the game either way. <laughs> He's Scottish and had traveled down to do the job. Some coincidence, that was pretty unusual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, pretty we love unusual. It. We love it. Um, also, yeah. hope that you're okay and whoever mugged you was caught and reprimanded for bad behavior and yeah. the police officer in the car crash also was okay. <laughs> also, I want to know who won. And also, like, you carried the spare wheel of the police car? Which is very kind. Not have made you do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have a lot more questions Many on that. Questions. Um, <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> Those were our. If you have any more, send us in, and 
will continue to retweet them and post them because those are fun. Yeah, these are really good ones. And again, we're looking forward both to Qatar. Well, at least to the World Cup and Sonia next week when the World Cup is in France. Yay! And people will receive their stickers in France, but I'm going to try to send them out. I'm I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's been been a bit of a slog this week, but... Wait, is it the amazing sticker that I have on my laptop? Mm, Possibly. I don't know what you have on your laptop. It says Afrotista, and I love it. Mm, Maybe. I don't actually know what they look like. Okay, so how do people get those stickers? So if you are going, um, is there actually something written down? Because I'm saying this off the top of my head. So please correct me if what I say is wrong. Okay, so I believe that we want, um, we want like community ambassadors that are going to, okay, excellent. So um, I'm actually going to like pull right from what Kirsten told us. Um, So we want to build community around the Women's World Cup, um, which starts next week in France. Mm -hmm. Um, We want people on the ground in France. We want people watching the games here too. Um, And the goal is really to, um, for people to get to know each other, to be able to um, enjoy and experience football um, as effortistas, just by the word that we, um, unusual efforts are an inter, uh, to learn how to speak fluently and clearly, um, to know that we are an alternative media outlet looking to showcase showcase um, not male creators. So, um, we want people to know that if they are looking to break into soccer writing, art, um, publish a story that another outlet will not, or um, if they're looking for a place to be able to watch and um, talk with like-minded fans. I know that Ratika posted, you know, who's going to watch football in DC with me? And I would love to be able to watch um, the matches with people in New York. Um, We want everybody to know where we are and who we are. In a safe way possible too. Right. Like, you know, out there. Yeah. (laughs) We don't want Michael Bradley. No. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Bradley, wherever you're watching in Toronto, I'll come and watch with you. (laughs) Um, but so we're looking for ambassadors who are going to every city in France or following teams who are not from the U.S., the U.K., or Australia. Um, if they're going for the latter part of the tournament and they want to help promote us, we still have time to send them our merch, which is amazing. Um, I wear mine all the time. And I feel like my shirt, my Unusual Efforts shirt, is softer than other shirts. And I don't know if my head or it really is. It's so great. Nick and I sometimes wear our matching shirts because we both bought the same shirt. Because we're the cutest people on the planet. Um, I know. No, we don't do it intentionally. Like, I'll just take off a sweater <laughs> and she'll be wearing it and I'll be wearing mine. And we'll be like, oh, that's okay. It's actually funny. All of our matching shirts are like super pro-feminist shirts too which like is not coincidental at all so we both have I love it. um it's cindy lopper did this like ad campaign where it's girls just want to have fundamental rights yeah so it's both in a t-shirt and a sweatshirt it's amazing i love that i mean obviously we will we're very happy to send you merchant stickers if you're going for any part of the tournament or are here but if you're going for the latter part of the tournament they will get to you in time to yes. like you know wear your smash the patriarchy in the soccer balls to the game. Um, and I think a number of our followers are, or a number of our effortistas are already in Paris. So um, if somebody who knows Paris well 
um, is willing to organize a get-together there or recommend a place where a get-together could happen, we would love that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, if your best friend is um, Thierry Henry, and Thierry Henry is like, we, oui, oui, I will totally have Efertistas in my left bank mansion, then hook us up. Why wouldn't that happen? Exactly. Um, Right? And then we want to have casual get-togethers in other cities. So if your cousin is, um, uh, you know, help me out here, like Nicolas Sarkozy. I'm running out of French people. <laughs> or or um, your, like, your dentist's uncle is... Help, help me with a French person. Um, um, can it be a French is, player? Yeah, help. <laughs> this is really hard when you're put oh on the god. spot. Why can't I think? Yeah, thank you. Oh my god, thank god. Obviously, your your, your dentist uncle is Antoine Griezmann. Duh. <laughs> Their uncle? Yeah, I don't know. Then, Maybe don't then, go to that dentist anymore. It may be a six-year-old. <laughs> then call your dentist and be like, um, Dr. Griezmann, get Antoine on the phone Um we need somebody in Montpellier to organize a get-together. And Antoine will be like, oh, my God, um, Diego Godin and I are going to watch in Montpellier. Um, I'll put up the mate. And this is getting <laughs> This is just going. This Antoine is what happens. been lost. I'm still trying to figure out the age of this dentist. <laughs> he's like Doogie Hauser. He's very young. I still but he's very... know him as a dentist. Okay. Well, you know, um... I just, for some reason, I, I can't think of any French people. It's, it's very odd. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, in France, um, send us a DM on Unusual Efforts or send Sonia or Kirsten or me a DM of where you're going, when you'll be there. Um, Sonia will send you stickers. We'll know who to invite you. We will not send you any dental uh, invitations that's no. weird if you receive uh, dental invitations on the internet <laughs> please ignore them the more you know also if you're going to france we would love for you to do um an insta takeover mm-hmm. um of a match or oh oh or if you do an Instagram takeover or a match, or even if you do an Insta takeover of a get-together, so it's, like, you and all the other effortistas, and, like, oh, here's Anton Griezmann. Like, how fun is that? Wait, the <laughs> you know? player or the dentist? <laughs> Both. Okay. Or, or like, if you are an effortista from uh, Croatia, you know, and you're, like, oh, my God, I'm having um, a gathering of, of fans in Croatia, with, wait for it, Ivan Rakitic, you know? And then your Instagram, you should be helping me out here, Sonia. No, I'm just watching how this thing goes along. (laughs) I'm just sat here smiling. You know, you're like, you're like at a cafe and you're like, here's my espresso and here's um, the effortistas who are watching this match. This is, um, this is is solid football fanfic right here. This is my friend Stephanie, who's having a croissant. Oh my goodness! Here is um, Ivan, who you know is coming because he really wants a sticker, and is going to wear one of our 
shirts. Get him on the Instagram is what we're saying. I don't know if you guys can hear me smiling right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what'll happen. And we love that. It It will just be the best thing. And by the way, Yvonne, if you're listening, or Michael, but whatever, but Yvonne, we're having a sale on our merch right now. Yeah, so if are. you want like a size men's small, because let's be real here, that's, you know, a size men's small hoodie, you know, just just tweet at us, Yvonne Rakitic, and we'll hook you up because we know you make a lot of money at Barca, but that shit won't last forever. So you deserve a sale. Mm-hmm. And, you and, all deserve a sale. Right? And like... Even if your dentist, if your dentist is really young, he's probably not making a lot of money. So, (laughs) Kirsten is going to kill us. So, um, you know, like, your dentist could probably use a bunch of coffee mugs. Although your dentist probably doesn't coffee because it stains the teeth. But he could use a bunch of Effortista mugs for other things, like Keeping his dentist tools in. Yes. So we're having a sale and get a lot of merch <laughs> and it'll be great. So do that. And, um, and yes. And Sonia, you know, yes. you should probably cut me off before this goes. No, in. I'm just, I'm watching this. <laughs> what do you think about, um, stories that people should do? Oh, we can give a few more stories to post during the world cup. If you got one that you think will be good for the first week or an idea, idea they can build off later in the tournament for example writing poems about the quarterfinals or, or, yeah, or weird football fanfic that jesse hasn't already written um or evaluating the semi-finalists based on their hair please email yes. or dm us um i know my dms are open is i think we- mine are if not please let me know and i'll ask sonia how to make mine open excellent um, oh, hold on. There's another note. No pigeons. <laughs> I think that's directed specifically at me. Please remember, though, we don't accept straight team or match. Oh, sorry. I read that wrong. Please remember, though, we don't accept straight team or match previews. We want history or culture or fandom, something you won't find on a mainstream outlet. Wait, like, um, if, for instance, someone wants to be like, wait a second. Oh, mm-hmm. Ratika. Just putting this right out at you. Ratika did an amazing um, series of tweets yesterday about um, the undercuts of the mm. U.S. Women's National Team and how they would run better if they all had undercuts. Aerodynamic. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Right? Brilliant. Genius. Wonderful. If somebody really wants to write about how it is a damn shame that, and I will not mention names, but some teams have terrible jerseys and they should be publicly shamed and her design said jerseys should probably have to go back to design school or i don't know put through the ringer of tim gunn on project runway until said jerseys are just better let me know because that is something i would enjoy reading <clears throat> i mexico. legit don't know who you're talking about mexico oh oh okay <laughs> fair enough yeah okay um, so we're just saying there's a lot and, um, really anywhere you feel like you want to be involved, get involved, we want you and, um, we want to find a place for you and we want you in our lovely, wonderful 
kooky, delightful community. Yeah, um, for sure. And like, I think one important thing is a lot of people, and I knew I grew up thinking this, and we kind of touched upon this earlier in the pod that you think you're the only one, you don't know a community of people who watch or whatnot. Yeah. It's not true. I mean, I'm throwing this out there. I know the Voyagers in Canada organize a lot of viewing parties, but if anyone wants to watch in Toronto, I'm happy to find a bar that has the game and then demand that they put it on. <laughs> um, so yeah, just reach out to us. We're very friendly. Yeah, I mean, I know I haven't been during this podcast friendly at one particular U.S. Men's National Team player, but that's not my norm. Bullying I'm usually Bradley. much friendlier. <laughs> oh, I think I just came up with the name for this podcast. And I would really... <laughs> Michael Bradley, I love you. Even Uh, though you didn't play yesterday, I still love you. (laughs) Um, Speaking of players that we love, I mean, I don't even know how to how to perfectly tie this up in a bow. But since I've not tied anything up this whole pod, (laughs) um, I just want to thank from just the bottom of heart. um, I want to thank Hector Bellerine. Um, It has been a very difficult couple of weeks in the states as <laughs> um as it has been over the past few years but um five states have passed um near total abortion bans and um the consequences are is there's a potential for um birth control to be challenged there's a potential uh, trans rights are already being attacked um and it's been um overwhelming and exhausting and very scary and um I I will you know I'll say surprisingly but I mean it in in just the most sort of basic and wonderful um sense um the day that Alabama's uh ban was was signed by Kay Ivey, um, their female Republican governor, um, Hector Bellerine. Uh, and I, I'm going to pull up the actual tweet so I um, get it right, uh, or so I, so I can read it verbatim. Um, Hector Bellerine tweeted, um, I wanted to see if anyone from our industry would speak out about the abortion bill, but I guess people are too scared. This isn't just an issue for women. It's one for every human being. We fight for equality, and this is something men should fight for and not hide away from. And it, you know, is unsurprising coming from Hector Bellerine, who has seemed never to be afraid to um, speak his mind uh, as a as a vegan, as someone who um, has combated traditional gender roles but it was so wonderful to have um a man first of all a white man um a man um an industry that doesn't traditionally get political um outside of the not he he did not have to even know about what was going on here um, and I agree that, that I, it would be wonderful for more men and more men from sport to at least 
inform themselves about what was going on and how it does affect them. Um, abortion is much more than just a woman's issue. Um, but I just want to say, and again, I know that Hector Bellerin is not listening, <laughs> but um, I, I love him. You know, lifelong Tottenham fan here. But, I, you know, I feel like I, I love this. I I love him. I'm gr- I'm so grateful. I'm grateful for who he is and how he stands up and how he speaks out. And and on this day when it felt like, um, when it felt like we were shouting into the wind, no one was speaking out. It was so. Um, it was like everything in one tweet. It was such a gift. So it really does matter. Thank you for that. That was really lovely. Yeah. That's somewhat that that we create a space for that too. That you know we can talk about it here, um, and and I'm grateful for us. And our DMs so. are always open if you want to talk. Yeah, anytime. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to say, um, if necessary, I very much hope it isn't. But um, I am lucky to live in New York where we just passed the Reproductive Health Act. Um, Later abortions are legal. If anybody does need to come to New York, um, DM me at any time and I will help you find a place, get coverage. Uh, We are also pushing um, for um, a speaker's fund, an initiative for um, grant money for the uh, NIAF, the New York Abortion Access Fund. So if anybody needs information or help, it's something that I am more than willing to uh, to help with. So. That's amazing. Yeah. And, I mean, we joke about me being the Canadian on the <laughs> podcast. Oh, where are you? Don't worry about that. <laughs> um, what I'm doing right now, and the reason why it's silent for Jesse's beautiful soliloquy is because I'm still learning about things and I know personally um, we take a lot of things that we have in Canada for granted and learning about how people so close to us are not able to um, have the same freedoms and the same safety and the same just like I said things we take for granted is mind-blowing me it's mind-blowing in the fact that I've never thought about it because I've never had to think about it, which I, I recognize my privilege and I, I realize that and learning and trying to see how what we can do to help. And I know a lot of help does come in a monetary form and seeing what we can donate to and, and um, different organizations that we can support, you know, just because we're not American or I'm not American doesn't mean that we don't stand with you and I don't stand with you and 100% got your back and whatever you need, I can do my best to help. I don't have all the answers. I don't have a lot of answers, but <laughs> I do have support and and I'm happy to support in any way possible. Really part of it is is emotional and in a large part, it's getting to just have each other so sure. thank you i think we did tie it up nicely in a bow we can um do our drinks and yeah. 
then I'm gonna have a drink because. Oh, I've been drinking this whole time. I don't know if you could tell. Oh no, I I've been <laughs> like this whole thing. I've been on my knees on the edge of the bed. Like I feel no. like like I've been. I feel like I'm at a sleepover and like we're just gabbing on the bed. Like that's legitimately how I feel. So. Also, I'm on like this weird angle and I have this really high ponytail and like these huge headphones. And I know no one else but Jesse can see it, but I look like a troll doll. We kind of match. And then, like, I'm still in my work clothes. You can't see, but I'm actually, like, in a leather skirt right now and, like, kneeling. Anyway, it's an, it's an interesting podcast. Oh, yeah. You're also going to surprise me with your drink because you didn't write it down, so I'm kind of excited. Yep, because I have it in my head. Why don't you go first while I take it out of my head? I see. Okay, so mine is an homage to the um, 2002 World Cup because that's where my answer came from. And since the O2 World Cup was in South Korea and Japan, I'm going with sake. Also because mm. I, as I continually said, I don't like beer. Um, so um, there are only a few women who um, own sake breweries. Why can't I say that word? Oh my goodness, breweries. Um, and if you were women who are tojis, brewmasters, so one of them is Miho Imada, um, and she brews... Fukucho, um, which is called Moon on the Water. Sake. Oh. So that's what I'm going with. Well, yours is much more research line, and I was just thinking about what the last thing I drank was. Because uh, I just got home from work like five minutes before we started recording, so surprisingly. But a very work drink. Um, I, I don't actually know if I've said this before, but it's my favorite scotch. It's Laphroaig. It's very peaty and it's an acquired taste, but I have acquired that taste. So, cheers! I feel like that's you know what? Like the most but that's a Scottish insult. one, Pardon? and yours is like your. That's a Scottish one, and that mm-hmm. could be in honor of um, Marco's Scottish groundsmaster friend. Oh, there you go, or Celtic as well. There you go. There you go. I, I what a I neat little bow. So look at me. I'm amazing. I don't think I've ever mentioned Celtic on this podcast or. IRL, but that's okay. Now a Celtic fan. <laughs> Amazing. Yep. So, um, Sonia, where can people find you on the Twitter? On the Twitter, I am at Sonia Missio. Um, I've been. Did I just lose you for a sec? No. Did you? Um, am I here? Hello. Oh, you're there. Okay. Okay. Where can where can people find you on on Twitter if um, they want to tweet at you? I'm at Sonia Missio. Feel free to tweet at me. I'm currently putting out pictures of my coffee table book um, of just me holding various trophies around the world. So there's that. That's what you have to look forward to on on Twitter. (laughs) Right now, I might be a little bit more Raptor heavy now that uh, Serie A has finished the season and Udinese somehow finished in like 12th when they were like steps away from relegation, like literally right before the game. Italian soccer is bananas. Um, yeah, so a little bit more after heavy lately, but there's still some MLS and some Michael Bradley tweets going on there. The best. Speaking of Italian soccer, um, Kirsten is at Katie Schleritz and she, I don't know how she survived yesterday because she was tweeting like every single Calcio minute mm-hmm. the entire day. Every touch so, and every pass. Brilliant. GIF heavy stupendousness um so definitely check that out um somehow kirsten managed to tie 
Clue Gifts and Saved by the Bell into Empoli, which I think just speaks to her brilliance. That Um, is why she is the leader here. That is true. That's true. And then obviously um, at Unusual Efforts, check us out. Um, Definitely, where can they find you? Oh, at Jesse Loesch. Yes. DM me with anything you need. Um, And just, you know, I was all over the uh, under-20 World Cup baby Uruguayans today. Um, And then um, at Unusual Efforts, you can slide all the way into our DMs with uh, pitches, um, where you'll be, what dentist you need. Artwork, yes, please and thank you in advance. Um, And our men on posts are fabulous, wonderful men. Hi, Ross. Um, So, um, men on the post puts up with them, does all the behind, I I would tell you what they do with the podcast, but I don't actually know what magic goes into putting us on Stitcher and iTunes and Purple Podcast app. So I'm just going to leave it at the fact that you should go on Man at the Post, um, tweet at Ross, um, say hi to Chris, and then press all of the subscribe and download buttons. And then <laughs> Especially on Stitcher. Sonia loves Stitcher. And then you'll get us, and you'll get men, you'll get posts, you'll get like anything People you need. on. Yes. <laughs> You'll get all the content about um, Europe, about the EPL, about um, Spain. You'll get adorable accents telling you all kinds of wonderful things. Oh, um, you think my accent's adorable? Thanks, Jess. Uh, I mean, you know, sorry, but not sorry. Sorry? <laughs> that was my best Toronto. Toronto. So, um, we... Loved having you around for possibly, but not really, our episode 12. And next time, when we're all in the same time zone, we would love to have you back with us. We won't be in the same time zone, I hate to tell you. Oh, man. But it'll be great no matter what. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. On the internet time. (laughs) Merci, friends. Thank you. Bye. Did we ever have a sign-off? I don't know. We should work on that. All right. Ciao. Bye. Okay, how do I stop recording this? Oh man, <laughs> every time. Okay, there's a stop recording, but let's just stop. if this deletes, I'm gonna be, be so pissed off. That should be our sign off. <laughs>